show i'm just shaking off the cobwebs from last night good morning everyone welcome into the phly phillies podcast i'm jamie lynch you know the beauty to my right renee washington happy to be with you closing out our first week together here uh, on the phly phillies podcast and yes we will touch on the eagles at some point always great to start a season two and oh renee how did you enjoy the game last night we'll, we'll dive into the nitty-gritty later but good time on edge uh, how, how did you find yourself last night oh i loved it i had good wings <laughs> oh, i had yeah? my drinks i was chilling i was relaxing um it was awesome this was this is what we wanted for the home opener a nice well i won't say nice a victory a victory a win is a win right yeah Um, it was ugly but the eagles were able to to come away with the win against the vikings and i saw some things and i'm like okay there's a lot of chalkboard material to go back to and work on but overall to be two and oh i'm feeling fantastic on this friday how about you jamie and uh zach and bo were following us here today live at 11 30 uh got to talk to zach last night so make sure you're checking out the phly eagles podcast coming up today uh zach's going to be putting out some great written content as well so will Bo so make sure you're following along with them today as they get to react live to a 2-0 start uh, some some injuries have piled up unfortunately and yeah. uh, the passing game looks like hot doo-doo butter but outside of that you <laughs> the know the run game looks good <laughs> the running game but looks we got great the run game. Don't although worry. DeAndre Swift is a LaSalle high school gentleman can you just leave our name out your mouth like I, I know you had seven <laughs> touchdowns versus us in high school listen uh, you didn't I, have to drag <laughs> us through the mud in the Eagles post game last I night I covered DeAndre Swift back when he was in high school and I just remember seeing how he ran through the city, yeah. LaSalle included. I was happy to see him get so so many touches and, and yards. He was a beast and just, last night. Just fantastic job. The the Play calling will get better. The passing will get better. Um, but also what needs to get better is your placement of your drink because I agree with Brian Berkey. I cringe when people put their drinks on the edge of tables. Uh, Fun fact, I'm definitely OCD and I yeah. will happily admit that. And like that to me is screaming... Jamie's going to – he was up late last night doing the Eagles post-game show. He was up early this morning. We'll talk about that possibly later. But Paige had him up early this morning uh, screaming, and now he has his drink r- beautifully set, ready to fall over. But Children, uh, um, <laughs> they have a unique way of tormenting your soul in, in the best possible way because, obviously, we love them, you know. Uh, but sure. I, I think they both sensed that I got in at 1.30 last night. And at 4.45 a.m., Paige woke up screaming for mom and dad bloody murder. And then Skylar woke up later. She never wakes up crying. And she woke up crying, I want mama, I want mama. So, uh, yeah, you know, a little extra caffeine in the coffee today. We'll get through it. But I'm let's not a coffee person, so no? you're drinking enough for the two of us. No. I'm, Any energy drinks? Pure, anything? No, this is just me. I wow. don't need, I don't. I don't do caffeine. I don't. No, I don't. I wow. uh, honestly... I don't really nap either. I don't know. Eventually it'll catch up to me. Wow. I don't know. It's, it's, I feel like I just have a really high, high motor. Good for you. And I used to that. I feel like that athlete high motor just carried over into life and I'm just going to keep banking on that. It's all the sweets I eat. I eat a lot of cupcakes yeah, okay, and yeah. cookies and yeah, I have Bo a, brought in some yeah. Isgro cookies That's and cupcakes last me. night. I so. think it's the sugar. It just keeps Yeah, going. there's some Kelly Green cookies out there for you <laughs> after the show. Um, but let's get, get into it because the Phillies had the night off. It was nice on a night where the Eagles were playing primetime football that we, uh, you know, didn't have a night of inactivity there. Oh, yeah. But the Phillies got down uh, to St. Louis they are headed to baseball heaven tonight. Uh, and look, this is a team last year. The Cardinals fell apart this year. I think there's 16 games currently out of the, the division lead there. Uh, but last year they were a pretty good team and they had the MVP of the National League and, and two superstars offensively. This year the wheels fell off, but the Phillies were able to go down to Bush Stadium last year and be the one that put the nail in the coffin of the Cardinals. So uh, although they're 16 games out of it, 
you know how petty uh, athletes are when it comes to getting some revenge. So you're going to get the Cardinals' best effort, even though they're not a good baseball team right now. So, you know, I, I fully expect the Phillies to be aware of that, to expect that, uh, and to answer the call. But this isn't going to be exactly a walkover, in my opinion. Yeah, I think the tough part is when you face opponents that have nothing to lose and um, now they're just looking to play spoiler just to knock off playoff potential teams like the Phillies. Um, you know, that's where it's, it's always dangerous as an opponent. You know, you go into that game, you're expecting to come out of this. And, and honestly, my predictions have them walking away with a sweep, if not losing game three. But I will say what helps is the fact that the Phillies dropped five of their last seven games. I think if they're coming off of knocking off the Braves, this is absolutely a series that could be a sleeper. But there's no letdown. You dropped the series against the Marlins that you should have won. You dropped the series against the Braves that you could have won. And now it's we got to get back on track. And then also just seeing the way that Christopher Sanchez pitched, obviously, that final game. I know that's something that's been a positive in the backbone of this team is that Christopher Sanchez allows for the bullpen to get some rest, and usually the game after they come out clicking on all cylinders, winning, playing fantastic, pitching fantastic as well. So I'm, I'm really leaning into this being a last night took an L, but today I bounce back type of a day. Is that, that sounds like a lyric. <laughs> it is a lyric. All right, look at me. I'm not that washed. Oh, there you go. Who it was is a lyric. It? Who was it? I couldn't tell you the artist. Um, sounds oh my, familiar, though. It's uh, Big Sean. Okay. Last night took an L, but today uh, I bounce right. back. Yeah, Big Sean. He performed at the uh, Lions Thanksgiving game last year, didn't he? That's how you know Big Sean. That's sure. pretty much mm-hmm. my Big Sean knowledge right there. There we go. He's I love it. He's from Detroit? Yeah. All right. Look go. at me. Oh wow. Savant. Two for two. Yeah. And they said you don't. You didn't get sleep last night. Yes, he did, guys. He works yeah. best when he doesn't sleep. What are, uh, your, what are yeah. your thoughts, actually, Jamie? I know you've rolled your eyes at this a few times, and I want you to air out that frustration here. Get it all out. Get it off your chest. Baseball heaven. Yeah. It's it's like um, <laughs> it's like the Cowboys and America's team. Ugh. Uh, you know, if you saw our tweet, and please follow us at phly underscore Phillies. That's going to keep you kind of up to date with when we're going live, uh, podcast links, some social media stuff. You know, I'm a uh, Twitter junkie, um, so please follow along the account with us there. Yeah, I did the eye roll emoji on baseball heaven, and I think that stems from Scott Rowland. You know, when when he left here and and he wanted out and, you know, I've talked to some former teammates during that time and they kind of say like, you know, the Phillies weren't really the team they are now. They were a lot cheaper back then. They didn't take care of their guys. They didn't want to pay the big bucks as much. Um, So, you know, his former teammates kind of go, well, you know, I kind of get where Scott was coming from. Uh, At the same time, that baseball heaven was like a little lemon juice in the wound. Um, So, yeah, I've always just kind of rolled my eyes at baseball heaven. It's like Jerry Jones saying we're America's team. Um, I just I just hate it. And, you know, like, yeah, it's St. Louis, you know, Uh, come on. It's just Stan usual ain't walking through them doors. Here's my frustration. There's a whole league. How do you coin yourselves as baseball heaven? Yeah. Like, same thing with those cowgirls claiming they're America's yeah. team. Can't like, give yourself a nickname. All these all these teams, and, and look, if we're going to – what makes you? What makes you baseball heaven? What makes you America's team? What makes you coin yourselves these outlandish terms that make it seem like the league runs through you? Mm. I don't know the last time I've seen a title in these cities. Yeah. It's not in my lifetime. Um, I mean, like, honestly, it's – it's it's enough. I feel like it's like when your team isn't good, you just have to make up something to make it seem more relevant and more exciting. And we're we're baseball heaven. Okay, that's it's time yeah. to it's time to drop that. It's not 1950 anymore. No, it's that's old news. Yeah, <laughs> uh, little little uh, shout out for the people there. Josh Sass says you can get a uh, free Big Mac today with a two dollar purchase at McDonald's. I think that's Eagles related. So uh, well, that's the fun part when you're, when the Eagles win or when. Our, any of our teams win is that we get free food the next yeah. day. It's usually McDonald's, Dunkin' Donuts gives you some stuff usually. Yeah, um, so for the community out there, go go cash in. I think you got to have the app, but go get yourself a free Big Mac today and enjoy the fact we got a 2-0 football team and hopefully a baseball team that is fully going to cement themselves <laughs> into this four seed this weekend. Uh, Rob Thompson was asked about it the other day uh, after the last game versus the Braves, and he said, we have to get after it in St. Louis. Um, we have to get after those guys and bounce right back. 
this group is resilient all year long. I don't think it's going to affect their preparation or the way they compete. They're just going to go out there and play their game. Uh, I think there's about three cliches in there, but I think he's right with this team. Like, I don't think you have to worry. And this is, you know, like Kyle Schwarber hits home runs and, uh, you know, contributes in a lot of ways on the field. But I think this is like... He's, he's kind of like the, the barometer of that locker room. He's going to keep them focused. Uh, he's not going to let them get ahead of themselves and start looking at playoff matchups. He's going to go, Friday's game is what matters. Um, so, you know, when Rob Thompson says that, although it's said in about four cliches, I believe hmm. it, that this team's going to be dialed in this weekend. Uh, and they know, look, if we can take care of business versus the Cardinals, you're pretty much, I don't want to jinx it, but you're pretty much going to lock up a playoff spot in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, not to mention looking at the other games around the league, which I know we'll touch on, looking at the Cubs taking on the Diamondbacks. But overall, as you mentioned, uh, Rob always gives us the cliches. He, he just gives us the politically correct. Not as correct. many as Jalen Hurts, but yes, he does. Oh, <laughs> I like Jalen Hurts' cliches because it's mature. It's different from uh -huh. a, a younger, rising quarterback. It's maturity in my I'm, eyes. I'm of just like, so overpressed. Every time we ask him a question, such as asking him about A.J. Brown, the conversation with A.J. Brown, he gave us the politically correct response of like, that's my best friend. We're growing together. Yeah, fine. That oh, was cute. That was nice. But for Rob Thompson, at 60 years old, he's still giving us all the politically correct answers of like, we're going to be fine. We're going to get through this. Each game's going to get better. But what are we? What are you really telling us, Rob? But at the end of the day, this team is, as you mentioned, aware enough to know it is one game at a time. We're we're the ones that talk playoffs. Uh -huh. We're the ones that talk matchups. We're the ones that talk about all the what ifs and coulda, shoulda, wouldas. But for them and in, in, in that clubhouse, it's for the Phillies. Let's just take it one game at a time. And right now, it's it's Friday night versus the St. Louis Cardinals. Getting the win, pitching well, hitting well. And starting off the series 1-0. Yeah, and uh, make sure you're checking in all your Mimas and Papas out there that don't have uh, Apple TV tonight. <laughs> uh, a lot of uh, people are going to be scrambling to figure out how to watch the Phillies game. We'll get into Apple TV broadcasts in a little ah. bit. But this is the way it shakes out this weekend down in St. Louis. Aaron Nola, <laughs> look, I feel like every <laughs> start with him now is, come on, dude, don't revert, don't give up ground. It would be great to see, you know, Really good Aaron Noel tonight in game one of this series. He's going to be going up against Zach Thompson. Really no reason that Aaron Nola should lose this matchup uh, versus Thompson. So emotionally, fans, myself included, we're a little bit on edge with Nola here. So when you're going to face a team that's 16 games out of first place, please, Aaron, just have yourself a game. Um, I'm really kind of anxious about seeing how he looks tonight. Yeah, I was going to say, of, of the pitching matchups, and when you look at the schedule, I know we've got the series preview we can take a look at, too, of just how Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, the game times and everything. Um, it starts off, as you mentioned, with Aaron Nola taking the mound, and uh, we've been talking about Aaron Nola a lot on here and really challenging Aaron Nola to step up because once that contract did not happen, what was Aaron Nola going to do in response? And it hasn't been a great response. So it, the series starts off with Nola kicking things off, seeing how how he's pitching and honestly there from Ranger Suarez um, Taiwan Walker you know looking at these other pitching matchups which one of these is the one that you are looking forward to most and really um, Taiwan Walker ew, I'm a little I'm a little uh, nervous about here down the stretch he's he's trending in the wrong direction whereas I think Rangers uh, trending in the right direction. So I feel pretty good uh, with Suarez versus Mikolas, you know, whatever that Greece, Greek pronunciation <laughs> is that I probably uh, always Mike botch. Mikolas. Yeah, Mikolas. <laughs> um, it makes me want some tzatziki and some pita. Um, but, yeah, I, I feel best about Ranger Suarez versus Mikolas. Uh, Taiwan, <laughs> I have literally no confidence in right now. Yeah. Hopefully... You know, this is something come Monday morning when we go live again uh, that, you know, Taiwan goes out there and looks like June, July Taiwan again, because it is pretty amazing with him. When you look at his record, I think he last I looked and excuse me, I haven't looked in a couple of days. I think he was 15 and five, but his ERA is like a four seven or something like that. Uh, so it's pretty incredible. He he got the the W and L results he did this year, which tells me just on its gut surface level that the Phillies tend to give him some run support because, you know, most oftentimes they're facing the other team's fourth starter as well. Yeah, I mean, that's that's exactly it. I think for me, um, looking at all three of these pitching matchups, I'm actually most excited to see what Ranger Suarez does 
Yeah. Um, obviously coming off of that six and a third innings of no hits and just should have gotten the win in that Marlins game on, on Sunday. Was honestly deserving of it in that five for a loss. But then also um, when you just look at the fact only two men on base with walks also had a really great change up and I feel like Ranger Suarez has been one that we've talked and we've talked about here on the show before um, just been doing a pretty phenomenal job of just being a little bit more consistent making adjustments and when you look at all three pitchers that are scheduled to start in the next three days I'm excited to see what Suarez does to continue that because we've been talking about the bullpen a lot and Ranger Suarez to me is someone that I want to continue seeing to elevate Aaron Nola I don't know I don't know Tywan Walker I don't know as well so I think I'm excited for Ranger Suarez for all the right reasons of trending in the right direction um, yeah somebody in the chat <laughs> uh, and I lost their name already said who do you have more confidence in right now Nola or Walker and it's a good question but I, I think I have more confidence in Nola uh, than I do Walker yeah, right now which um, is not saying much yeah which honestly. you know <laughs> I wish I could feel a little more strongly about that uh, but yeah it's oh it's Kyle Kairos what's up Kyle uh, thanks for checking in this morning and shout out to Sam in England he said he's exhausted from the the late night game I think he said he went to bed at 4 a.m. over there uh, so that Damn. that's that's good work by Sam in England getting up early with us. So appreciate you. But yeah, I, you know, Aaron Nola, it's like for every three good starts, there's probably two mediocre to poor starts this season. So it's not it's not all terrible. Uh, it's probably slightly better than it is bad. Uh, but this is a big spot because, you know, you want to set your team up to take this weekend series versus a team that you're clearly superior than this year. Yes, yes, exactly. And honestly, um, it's been two of the pitchers. Those have been two of the pitchers that we've been keeping an eye on and talking about it. And Nola and Walker, um, a lot that we've been keeping an eye on, including the chat. Thank you guys for tuning in. I see some happy Fridays. I see some excitement. Yes, I'm Friday. obviously coming off of the Eagles win last night and seeing uh, a nice 2-0 as we wake up this morning. So you get the free Big Macs at McDonald's. You get the Dunkin' Donuts. You get everything. Um, and honestly, it's, it's just great to see how excited the city is right now in sports. We love this intersection of baseball, football, we're talking soccer. There's so much to talk about right now. Obviously, uh, the Sixers, the Flyers coming up soon um, as their seasons get ready to Flyers get started. Flyers rookie but camp already started. Yeah, I mean, we're, there's there's plenty to talk about around sports, but specifically looking at the upcoming matchups around the league, uh, we, as we mentioned, there's not only the opportunity for the Phillies to continue to hold on to that top spot in the wild card race, but also with the Cubs facing off against the Diamondbacks, someone is not going to be able to close the gap. Yeah, it's a, it's pretty incredible. I would say it's lucky uh, that this year you're you're you know you go two and five in your last seven games, and do you know how many games they've given up to the Cubs in the standings? Zero, which yeah. is you know not how you want to do it. They kind of limped in last year. This year's a little different in that you. Uh, you seem to have, you know, the space that you need to make the playoffs. You're not going to be limping in here. But they are fortunate that going two and five in the last seven, uh, they haven't given up any games. Uh, there's the updated standings right now. The Phillies are, you know, pretty secure game and a half lead on that fourth spot over the Cubs. Uh, we'll get into all the weekend matchups here for the wildcard teams. Uh, but, you know, the Cubs have that fifth spot and then the sixth spot. That's going to be a really tight race between San Fran, Cincinnati and Arizona. And then you have the pesky Marlins only a half game back. So you have four teams really going to be slugging it out here in this final week for one playoff spot. And if I'm Re Rob Manfred and, you know, the MLB front offices that decided on this third playoff uh, game or team format I'm pumping my chest a little bit because I go look at this this is oh, great yeah. final final you know 15 or 16 games of the season and we got four teams fighting for a playoff spot that's that means four markets four fan bases four ticket gates all engaged and and hopefully watching baseball so you know that's all they care about is is the bottom line dollar so you know those owners are happy the league is happy and you know as a baseball fan we benefited from it last year so it'd be hypocritical of me to say I'm anti that third spot even though they're slightly above 500 teams 
Yeah, and honestly, that's when we what we expected when we saw the postseason format change is that there's more to play for. We've been seeing across leagues, honestly. I mean, the NBA did it. Major League Baseball did it. A lot of playoff changes have helped just to, for those teams that are on the bubble to have something to play for that now as we're nearing what well, we are in the middle of September, which is wild, um, that teams still have something to play for and there's still extra to talk about. And now we can talk about the wild card race and have these in-depth conversations around it. But uh, it's, it's definitely fun to watch, especially as season two of these changes are playing out of how the excitement is coming. And I love the fact that there's the excitement in the chat. Um, I will honestly say, and, and Jamie... I don't know. I'm, you know what? You've had a long night. I'll let you hold <laughs> back on this one. This is what we love about being able to talk about the Phillies is that if you want to hear Phillies talk, this is a spot you can hear Phillies talk. If you want to hear other sports, there's plenty of other places to hear that. Yeah. And I will politely say, you don't have to stay. <laughs> Nobody's forcing you. Nobody's twisting your arm. I don't know. I'm not holding a gun to your head. No. So I will politely say, like, if this is not a spot for you, you don't love seeing Jamie's handsome face and, and feet <laughs> you don't want to hear us talk about what anything and we've got some great things to talk about today honestly coming up yeah <laughs> see ya yeah so we'll ignite, <laughs> uh, kick rocks pal Peace. um yeah and, look, and that's part of you know look when we were approached by the all city <laughs> network um i think the big part of the appeal for me was that this is a community of kind of you know we're all on the same page oh yeah everybody's a fan of these teams and it's a community of love and if you're going to be an internet troll just just go pound sand <laughs> um you know life's too short for that stuff so we want to become the best phillies community and um you know just collection of fans out there so if yes. you're going to waste your time being a jo go be a jo somewhere else the great thing is our shows are all day if you miss them you can catch them on podcast platforms yeah. and honestly it's been great to see each of our shows so this is the beauty is that there for everybody that for every one person like a i'll just say like a harry sigel just a random name that comes to mind that doesn't like our shows there's like hundreds of other people that do and that's been showing as we've been fortunate and so thankful for all the amount of people that have subscribed and liked yeah. that each of our shows four of them are in the top five across the country for their respective sports and our philadelphia union show cracked the top 15 as well so it's awesome to see that you guys are tuning in you're enjoying the shows you're having fun listening adding into the comments if you're ever unsure about when our shows are airing we actually do post out the show schedule Every day and then every week as well. So you get to see what's coming up. You get to know when to tune in, whether you're in your car. I know we had someone saying they were listening in their car. Someone else was Love saying it. they listened back afterwards. There's always an opportunity to listen. And then you can join in in the chat. And we don't have to have callers, but you can join in the chat no, and the be chat in the conversation. Our That's and our you community are our board. callers that we can add you into the conversation. So the beauty of this digital world is it's 24-7. There's always an opportunity to listen to your talk about your favorite sports teams. We have talked about the bullpen issues a lot. We've talked about hitting a lot. We've talked about the matchups a lot, but there's also other things to talk about. Yeah, and it's a credit to all you people in the chat. I mean, oh, AJ, yeah. John, Super Dude, Josh, Dr. Nothawk, uh, Nighthawk, uh, Kyle, Sam in England. Yesterday when Renee and I got the you know, notice in oh, our team Slack that the PHLY Phillies podcast was number two in the United States in baseball podcast right behind Mike Francesa. We were beaming with pride. Uh, it's because all of us, like we get to do this together. You guys are a big part of this. It's why we're having such a great uh, first week doing this. Uh, so thank you to everybody out there that's that's given us a shot tuned in and uh, let's watch them play off baseball together and have a great time doing it. Uh, speaking of those baseball teams, let's take a look at the wildcard teams and who they're facing off against this weekend. Uh, so this is a great situation because the Chicago Cubs, who are right on your heels, are actually headed to Arizona to face off in a weekend series. That is great news because somebody's got to lose. Uh, you know, maybe Arizona gets this slight nod. I'll take a look at DraftKings Sportsbook. I reminded, remind me to tell you about my big uh, Eagles bet last night, <laughs> plus a 1,000 that I hit on. Uh, so we'll see what the odds say there. But one of Arizona or the Cubs is going to lose some ground this weekend. Uh, and, you, and you absolutely love to see it, folks.
Yeah, exactly. I mean, this is where every game is so much more important as you talk about those matchups and opportunity to close the gap. But for the Phillies, a huge opportunity, as we've talked about on the show before, just to take care of business. You win, you hold on to that top spot, and now you're just focused on who you're matching up with first round of the, yeah, of the playoffs. Yeah, and let's, uh, the San Francisco Giants and the fighting Gabe Kaplers, uh, they're heading to our friends over at DNVR uh, to take on the Colorado Rockies. And the Rockies helped out the Phillies this week. Uh, taking care of business versus I believe it was the Cubs if I'm not mistaken uh, so the Rockies oh, yeah. already helped the Phillies out early in this week let's see if they can help us out again this weekend uh, and knock off the pesky uh, Gabe Kapler and the San Francisco Giants I uh, I am in the minority Renee that during Gabe Kapler's time in town here in Philadelphia um, I was a uh, I was a supporter and I was a fan and I know it started off on the wrong foot uh, but I think Gabe has since proven that he's a pretty good baseball manager and it's unconventional and it's weird and he spits out his ice cream and he's got an eight pack and he and he butt sons uh, out there in San Francisco and all that weird stuff. But he gets more out of his teams than probably the talent on the roster says. And, you know, it's kind of a credit to him that the Giants, you know, with Michael Conforto being one of their best players this year, um, you know, they're getting a lot out of a little. Uh, so, you know, hopefully the Rockies can uh, take them down a couple pegs here and give them some L's this weekend. Uh, but I, I just, you know, I just want to point out, I think Gabe Kapler's a pretty good baseball manager, and that comes off as a hot take sometimes in this town. Well, part of managing <laughs> managing professional athletes is about being able to read the room, understand what's in your clubhouse, understand how to get the best out of your players. And we've talked about it with Rob Thompson and the Phillies. You know, there's it's a variety of sometimes you have a team that's full of talent. You've got a group like the Phillies, like the Braves, where you have a lot of talent, and it's about figuring out rotations and lineups. Then you sometimes have a group that's maybe just those underdogs, and as you talk about with Gabe, uh, maybe just has a team that's not expected to do much, but you're able to bring the best out of them yeah. and have them feel that confidence going into each game where they can upset some people and some surprise some people in the standing. So I always love to see managers that have the ability to connect with their players in a way. I'm going to use Coach Prime with Colorado um, in college football. You're just a leader what you've or you're a dog, Renee? In the first couple of weeks. I mean, when you have the ability to, to elevate your team and manage them and manage the emotions and get the best out of them and push them to want to be better and make them want to run through a brick wall, so to speak. That, that kudos to you, hats off to you yeah. being a great manager. Ed Wright says, Jamie, you only like Gabe because he complimented your calves. <laughs> um, that may or may not be true. I can be bought easily with comments. Uh, We've already found that out that Jamie absolutely loves, whether it's the comments <laughs> about his calves, the comment about the dogs down low. <laughs> I he love the, uh, the, the Coach Prime leader of dogs thing that he does with the jersey. Oh, my God. That yeah, awesome. Coach Prime does a great job. Forget captains. He's got leaders. He's got dogs. Yeah, L's yeah. and D's. Look, as a manager, you also have to find ways to do something different. Come up with something that's just going to make your team have a different, you know, different vibe, different motivation of like, hey, I'm a leader. I'm a dog. Yeah. versus I'm just a captain. Yeah. So it, I, yeah, you got to have fun with it. You have to find ways to, to just spark that energy and keep your team riding the wave. And, um, it's, it's fun. And AJ Jones says, you know, Gabe was never our manager in parentheses. And, yeah. and she's right. And one of the things you'll learn about me, Renee, is... <laughs> If you're different and outside the box of the norm, I tend to support you right away until proven wrong. Because I okay. like I like I kind of like people that go about things differently. And Gabe was as far from a Philadelphia type of guy as you could possibly imagine. Uh, so I supported that right away. And you know, if you go back and look at those Phillies rosters in 2017 and uh, 18. They were trash. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like yeah. Mike Alfranco's out of the league now, you know, and he was like the heart of your order. Um, so it's interesting. Real quick, uh, going down uh, the football, college football rabbit hole. Uh, shout out to our Colorado Buffaloes uh, people out in Denver. I know they're hype. Um, if you're the Colorado State head coach and they're playing, oh my god, they're playing this weekend. Why would you poke the bear and? You know, he basically took a shot at Coach Prime and said, my mother raised me right. I take off my hat and sunglasses when I talk to somebody. And now Coach Prime came out and said, you done screwed up and made it personal. Why would you poke the bear? You're Colorado State. You're clearly not as good as Colorado. Probably just sit that one out, buddy. 
Jay Norvell, head coach of Colorado State. Nobody you stepped asked, in it, Jay. You nobody called for you to come <laughs> yeah. forward. Nobody asked for you. I don't know why you woke up and chose violence that day. I don't know why you decided to come for prime time, coach prime of all yeah. people. And I don't like the... Okay, let's continue down this rabbit hole really quickly. Uh, I cannot stand the people that are dragging Coach Prime and, and, and completely negative towards how he acts. And first of all, his personality has always been that. Yeah. That has never changed. Back when he was playing football, baseball, that's always been his personality. And what makes him great is he's not only like a father figure, a mentor figure. He brings these players in. And he gets the best out of them. He provides them with opportunities, mentorship. He's bringing in other players. I know I was seeing uh, Stephen A. Smith and Shannon Sharp are headed down this weekend. Everybody's headed down this weekend except for us, apparently. Yeah. Um, and, and he's just bringing in these big-name personalities, players, coaches around to give the, the players exposure. But also when you hear him interact with them and see how he interacts with them, that's, there are a lot of coaches, and I can attest to this as someone that's had some pretty bad coaches, that do not care about their players. They just care about results. Coach Prime is not that. He doesn't need to line his pockets anymore. No, he doesn't good. need to make a name for himself anymore. He can be done today, and we would still have him as one of the greatest to ever do everything that he's ever done. Yeah. So I love the fact that Coach Prime has the ability, especially as a man, as a man of color. I have no problem saying that as a black man. I love to see what Coach Prime does for these players and how he's also changing college football really in a is. way that it's not, okay, we're going to help you get NIL deals. We're going to help you go to the NFL. We're going to help you with whatever it is you want to do in life but this whole calling out jay norvell thing of what your mama taught you to do, yeah. that's cool sit that one out sit that jay. one out for sure do not come for coach i prime. might uh, i'm becoming a colorado fan here because of coach prime i might I have to too. check out uh eric our creative director who does a lot of the uh imaging for all city i'm sure he's going to be coming up with a sweet colorado <laughs> buffaloes hoodie uh that you can check out in the all city uh merchandise shop you can go to each city and search stuff there here at all we got some great stuff uh up and more is going to come. I'm pushing hard for a Jalen Carter baby rhino t-shirt. Oh, I love so it. I, so I hope to get that done. Uh, but the one, I love that red one with the, the PHLY and the letters from each team. Uh, and that's that shop is just going to grow. So if you become a diehard member with us here at All City, uh, you know, you get access to the Discord, you get merchandise discounts, you get a membership card and a lot of other stuff. But you, get, you do get a free t-shirt every single year. So check out the the merch shop on the website eric is a, a very talented dude uh and i can't wait to see that shop grow uh so back to the wild card teams after we went down a coach prime <laughs> rabbit hole because we had to get that off our chest quickly yeah though. you know last week he had wu-tang out there maybe this week he brings out tribe called quest who knows uh, uh but they got a cool vibe going on in boulder colorado uh the diamondbacks as we talked about are facing the cubs uh the reds unfortunately get a little bit of a bunny here in the new york mets and, you know, there's, um, there's little I love more in baseball than watching the Mets just absolutely implode. Last year, when they started celebrating the World Series championship in spring training, I just went, oh. And they did win uh. 100 games last year. Um, but I love when the Mets are just absolute trash. It warms my soul. Uh, so unfortunately, the Reds have a uh, an upper hand this weekend to gain a little bit of ground there if they can go 2-1 and one or 3-0 and oh versus the Mets. And then finally, the pesky-ass Miami Marlins or Ugh. Florida Marlins or whatever the hell they are, Tallahassee County Marlins, um, they are taking on the Atlanta Braves in that series. The Braves, uh, you know, they pro I think they're at 97 wins, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, where is it? It's up there. 96? Um, mm -hmm. So unclear what they still have left to play for you know they might have a shot at like a franchise record or something uh in these final like 16 or 15 games whatever it is we'll see how much they play their starters here down the stretch they might yeah. try and do what the phillies did luckily by actually one of the positives from losing here was they got their bullpen some rest and now the starting rotation uh is kind of set up so that they can manage it down the stretch and get it right for the playoffs i'm sure that's really all that's on atlanta's mind here um, so we'll see. That should be an interesting yeah. series because the Marlins are fighting for their lives uh, and the Braves, you know, top of the division, best team in baseball. 
um, don't have as much to play for. So we'll, well see what happens there. I'd, I'd love to just see Atlanta just keep winning, just close out, beat everybody that you face, except for the Phillies, of course, when you face the Phillies again. But close out the rest of the season. And even if you are getting some other players in, which makes sense to manage your roster so that you can be as fresh as possible headed into the postseason. But definitely, especially for the Marlins, let, let's knock off everybody else you face minus the Phillies. And then, as you mentioned, there's some other matchups when you look at that um, Chicago-Arizona matchup that definitely have some wild card race contentions but as AJ was saying in the chat the wild card race is wild and it continues to be <laughs> and it's been so much fun to watch how this has progressed so we'll continue touching on the wild card race especially coming back Monday with our show that we will have plenty to talk about in recapping the weekend but I want to move on there's other things we've got to get to the time is flying by on the show before I move ahead though let's Talk about FOCO. FOCO is the leading sports manufacturer and entertainment manufacturer for merchandise, apparel, toys, collectibles, whatever it is that you are looking to purchase. And you can use the code that is on the bottom of your screen here, uh, P-H-L-Y, when you head over to FOCO to get that nice 10% off your first purchase. And FOCO will provide you whatever, whatever merchandise you're looking to buy at a great price and gives you all the different types of things that you're looking to rock when you head out to that next game, next concert, next whatever it is, um, or even just to have around your house. So we've had a lot to talk about and looking ahead at the series, but I want to take a moment. It is Friday. TGIF. Yeah. Thank goodness it's Friday. Thank goodness it's the end of a very fun launch week. And it's been quite a week for us here. Um, honestly, I was having a moment. I'm a very nostalgic, reflective person. I will fully admit that. And I just celebrated my birthday last week, exactly a week, well, eight days ago, but who's counting? <laughs> um, <laughs> and so I'm like, in the course of this eight days, it's been insane. It's been exciting. It's been fun. It's been great to see how you you guys have welcomed us and have come in from day one, launch day on Tuesday. Just so thrilled to be a part of this community PHLY is building and also to be able to weigh in and share thoughts and insight and agree with us, disagree with us and all the ridiculous conversation and topics that we've gotten into. It's been so much fun. And what makes it even more exciting is it is only week one and we're not even a full week in at that. We started Tuesday. I know Jamie and I also did a post game show on Tuesday as well. So it was a nice long day for us. But this is just the beginning for, P for PHLY. We've got so much more to do. We've got so much more to talk about. We've got more things like our fun tailgate that we had last night ahead of the Eagles-Vikings game. And so I am thrilled for all that we are doing. Thank you. Happy belated for the happy belated birthday wishes. Team Virgo over here. Oh, happy um, early birthday to AJ. We'll have to remember that next yes. week. Oh, we're exactly two weeks apart, AJ. Look at that. Um, so, Jamie, what are you excited about as we are wrapping up this week? Not the show. The week. Uh, got more to I'm talk excited about. for two days off. I'm not. I cannot <laughs> lie there. Um, my cousin. Uh, my cousin Mike just had a newborn. Uh, shout out to baby Aww. Mateo. So tomorrow morning, me and the uh, all the girls are heading up to Hoboken to meet baby Mateo. Uh, and then uh, I have my. Do you have fake cousins in your family? Okay. I, <laughs> is that even a question, so, Jamie? So, <laughs> yeah, my, my fake cousin is having a, a 40th birthday party Saturday night in town. Uh, so we're going to go check out that. Ha, shout out, Pat Becker. Happy birthday, buddy. Um, so Saturday's kind of like a jam-packed action day. And then Sunday is my niece Cassidy's birthday. Uh, apparently, everybody gets uh, real horny over the wintertime, and a lot of babies <laughs> are born in September. Um, because I think I saw something. I'm, I'm sorry, Renee. It's just... It's just that's just science, you know. It's cold. July and September, I feel like, are big birthday months. Yes, I think I saw a, a graphic the other day, people. if I'm not mistaken, and it was like uh, the top ten most popular birth dates, and I think like six of them are in September. So you know, December hits, people get a little cold, you cuddle up, and next thing you know, you got a baby. So shout out to all <laughs> the September babies. Yeah, shout out to all the September babies out there. First comes a cold, then comes cuddling, <laughs> then comes the baby in the baby carriage. Yeah, exactly. That's the song. Yeah. Uh, so then Sunday morning. My sister is the best because she planned the birthday party on an Eagles off Sunday, and she mm. did it in the morning so my ass can get home and swoon over Scott Hansen in the red zone. Uh, I, I personally love non-Eagles Sundays because I do like putting in some bets, watching my fantasy team, watching the red zone, and just kind of checking out of that emotional care yeah, oh. uh, and just enjoying football. So really looking forward to the weekend. A uh, lot going on for us in the Lynch household. Uh, what's going on with you this weekend? Yeah, honestly, I'm, I do like when the Eagles do not have to play on a Sunday because – 
any game day in my family is very tense. It's like we're very superstitious, we're very routine, everybody's got their seats. When we watch as a family, if we watch separately, you still have your, your process you have to work through. Um, but also it's like, don't talk to us until the Eagles win. And if, the, if they lose, oh, forget it. <laughs> so it is a lot less pressure when the Eagles do not have to play that day, especially yeah. knowing they already won yesterday, they took care of business on Thursday night, and now we can enjoy the weekend and just watch. Um, Kyle Kairos just had your eighth Six? Six. Oh my gosh. Kid. My Kyle, vision. Calm Six down, child. man. Three weeks ago, first daughter. Wow. Five boys, one girl. God bless you, Kyle. And Can welcome. Definitely never a dull moment <laughs> for you, I'm sure, in your household. So I don't know what you're excited for this weekend, but hopefully it's some Nets never rest. Let's Congrats just be on all the sex, Kyle. What Not a beast. Such a man thing to say. <laughs> I'm going to say congrats on like, a beautiful large family, your first baby girl, uh, you're now a girl dad, and here comes Jamie. Congrats on the uh, sex. So there you go. Um, no, I'm excited too because I do have some NWSL games I get to be a nice. part of this weekend. So getting to join the broadcast. I love calling those games, especially it's like a full circle moment for me after having played in the league to now have a chance to be on the broadcast and help grow the game and grow all the exciting coverage. But hopefully... Uh, Hopefully we'll get a nice weekend of sports, including a nice Philly sweep is my goal. Yeah, um, at, the very, at the very least, I'll, they dropped the third game. But I'm going to go into this saying it's a Philly sweep. It's going to be a great weekend. Yeah, somebody in the comments section raised a really good point. And Stott got the night off the other night, you know, lefty on the mound the night for the Cardinals. Um, you know, early in the year, it seemed like Rob Thompson seemed to give Bryson Stott a lot of those lefty matchup nights yeah. off. Which, what? look, if that's his thing, fine. Bryson Stott hits lefties very well. Mm -hmm. So, you know, he got the night off the other night. I don't think you have to worry about him uh, getting the night off tonight versus uh, a lefty. But, yes, uh, that was a good point by whoever made that comment. Um, Renee, excuse my naivete, but when does the NWSL League wrap up? When is the championship? Is that... Uh, It'll be November. Okay. Yeah, so it's overlap. All the leagues are overlapping. I like that Dr. Nighthawk, soccer fan, love that. Um, geez, Kyle, slow it down. I have two boys and it's exhausting. <laughs> can't imagine five boys throwing hands. I can't either. I have just one brother in my family. In, uh, in his defense, we're all very much tomboys, so I feel like it's like having... So were you guys all highly competitive? Competitive growing up. Oh, <laughs> listen, I said this earlier in the week. I'm probably the most competitive one in this entire office. And I will honestly admit I it's because of my family. We grew up playing games all the time. Anything is a game. Yes. Yeah, so Literally anything is a competition. Glad to have somebody uh, equally as competitive on my team, because yesterday I was talking with Vince, who, uh, you know, helps run the uh, the back of the house here. Uh, and we were talking and I suggested the idea of a PHLY field day. We can do a beer Olympics version where we all go out and compete in drinking games, and then we can take it to the field and go grade school style. I'm all for that. Phillies part. versus Flyers versus Eagles versus Sixers. Um, I'll need you. The Union and Phillies will just kind of have to conjoin there, uh, but uh, we'll definitely have to get a little soccer uh, game oh, yeah. as a part of field day so we can get an easy victory there because I, I don't have a doubt that you're the best soccer player in house, so uh, we'll try and get that one played involved. Played basketball, too. ran track, played soccer. Um, I might just be the best athlete. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, honestly, though, and I, so humble. I, so, <laughs> I'm a trash talker. I have no problem Good. saying that. Um, and also, I was. Let me correct that. I am the person. <laughs> if I lose, because it doesn't happen as much, I will say I was a part of a lot of successful teams. My high school team was number one in the country. My I the was Pennington all state. School? Oh yeah, well, number one. Nice. We were undefeated. We broke records, all types of stuff. My college team broke records and and went to NCAA tournaments and won the A10 tournament. And so I don't lose often. So if I ever do lose, we are playing again. Yeah. I am not leaving until I don't care. If, like I said, cards, it can be hopscotch. It can be a sport, whatever it is. We're not leaving until we play again. When but. you uh, <laughs> eventually meet Addie, my wife, she can tell you some of my competition stories. We recently went to a music festival uh, in an RV and we were in the back playing Gin Rummy uh, 500. And she usually works me. And <laughs> the tide shifted, I and I was dominating her, and she hated me because, you know, uh, I am super, super competitive. I've uh, stormed <laughs> off of a lot of Uno matches in the past, and uh, oh. I can be a bad Uno's sport sometimes. Uno's trouble because people have different it's rules. Luck. Uno's luck. No, it's not luck. There's a little bit of skill. It's minimal. not luck. It's, it's not luck at all. That's how I know you're not ah. a good Uno player. You're clearly not a good Uno player. Yes, I went to the Pennington <laughs> School. Shout out to the uh, Red Raiders. I think they actually changed their names. Gabriel, thank you. Um, what well, was Red 
but Raiders problematic or something? Yeah, I don't know. I, I I don't know. Um, but anyways, <laughs> if you don't, if you think Uno is luck, to me that screams are not good. Fifty percent luck. Fifty percent. Coach skill. is also calling me out in the chat, and I don't know where Coach went, but he clearly ran away and made that comment because if I saw him. Throwing daggers. But anyways, um, no, he said Renee <laughs> there you go, there you go, yes, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Look, honestly, the other thing that I just want to quickly hit on before we talk about the game time app and um, move ahead is Andrew Whitworth, um, Super Bowl champ, Walter Payton man of the year. How do you feel loved, about the hoodie? Picks up Kevin Hart. Oh, yeah. Last night. Yeah. I, I just don't, I just, it doesn't sit well with me for a grown man. Oh, a fellow Pennington grad, Gabriel. Hello. It doesn't sit well with me for a grown man to pick up another grown man, especially like this. And unless he asked for it. Yeah. And, it and, was. <laughs> and Kevin Hart's just coming off of like a torn ab exactly. or thigh or something. And it was like they laughed and I think you have to laugh. Uh, but. I want to, something bothers <laughs> me about Andrew Whitworth, you know, great player. He would dominate and, and kick my ass and all that. The hoodie under the blazer look, <laughs> I'm not a big fan of that look at all. Some people can pull it off. I don't know, Andrew Whitworth. Kind of a weird look. You're probably Would much you more... Would you say it to his face? Absolutely not. I'm a coward, Renee. Okay. Um, <laughs> but you're probably a little more fashion inclined than me. I oh, thank you. Um, what, do you what do you think about the, uh, the hoodie under the blazer look? I, I'm not a fan. I, I'm a fan of also like a clean blazer look. Um... Mm, I think the hoodie, it, it's and first of all, it's not even like cold enough for all that either. Yeah. I could actually kind of see it if it's cooler and you still want to rock your blazer, but there's so many other things you could wear besides a hoodie under the blazer. Okay. Um, I'm not a fan. I just think, but uh, nah, Yeah, no, that's all right. No. You said enough. No, You're that's, out. That's You're all out I got. on the hoodie under the blazer. That's all I got. Nothing but, wrong uh, there. Yeah, honestly, um, it's, it's interesting. So let's move on to the game time app because the game time app does make it a lot easier and quicker for you to be able to purchase your tickets, whether you're going to a game, whether you're going to a concert, whatever it is that you're checking out, use that code PHLY. It is the same code for everything. Use the code PHLY for $20 off of your first purchase at the Game Time app as they are going to help you make it a lot easier, quicker to purchase those tickets. So um, uh -oh. I definitely want to get into a little bit of fun here. Uh oh, as we... you might have to walk back some comments. Our buddy Teron Davenport ah, says, says the, the hoodie house. under the blazer is money. I don't know, T. I don't know, Tehran. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's different. It's different. Shout out to Tehran, who used to work in the area, actually. Yeah. Uh, one of the transplants that's still rocking. Down covering supporting. the Titans in Nashville. Yes. Um, I want to get into... <laughs> I want to get into cap or no cap. Jamie, do you know what cap means? So, Renee, I am so washed that I started hearing cap a lot a couple years ago. I don't know. When did it really start, like, booming? Like, three, four years ago, maybe? I don't know all that. Yeah, maybe That's it's longer. That's how I know you're washed if you were tracking yeah. when it was booming. So I had to Google I had to Google what cap was. All right? So let me just what tell you Google how cool I am. Uh, that it's a lie. <laughs> So I, I get it now. No cap, no cap. Yeah, no cap. <laughs> I will never say it because I cannot pull it off. Everybody has to know their limitations, and I know that if I say cap or no cap, I will look like a total douche. <laughs> so honestly, even though I may be a little bit younger than you, Jamie, I'm a little bit more seasoned um, in, in some senses, uh, including with just cultural references and staying hip. Mm -hmm. But you do have two young daughters, so I, I feel do. like it's important. You want to be the cool dad, um, yeah. and I and honestly, I feel like it's fitting with Philly's talk that we have cap or no cap. I brought out my throwback Is that a Super, Super Bowl, Bowl cap? champion cap from Great the choice. Eagles. Oh, yeah, in honor of um, just the excitement of all things Philly sports right now. And I want to get your thoughts. Now, cap or no cap, as you're talking about, if you're saying someone's capping, it's cap, you're saying someone's lying. No cap means that's the truth. You're telling the truth. Um, and I want to start off with... Real. Yeah, well, that'd be no keeps cap, it right? real. Oh, Jamie's learning. <laughs> um, yeah, there are some terms out there you gotta you gotta Google. But I do want to say there are some things that came out this week that to me could be cap or no cap, and I want to get your thoughts on it. <laughs> Neil Dever says, "I remember when I had to Google Finna like seven years ago." <laughs> Finna. Oh man, there's I, a there's a lot of terms out there that I'm like, who came up with this? Russell, but, not those type of boomers. Uh, old people boomers, not mushroom <laughs> boomers. Those are different. Anyway, let's get to cap yes, or no thank cap. You Josh, again, for clarifying in the chat for anybody that missed it. So the first one is Rob Thompson. Now, Rob Thompson all week has been really going at the Brave celebration, specifically 
one very own Ronald Acuna Jr. He's been calling him out, but he's then turned around and said he wasn't directing that at him. Now, we did see Acuna on his Instagram post this beautiful post, and by beautiful, I mean I didn't like it, um, of him celebrating and all this, all these words of how, like, if you don't like it, and I'm, I could find it exactly, but we don't need to rehash that. Yeah. Nobody cares. This is not your show. But just talking about, basically, if you don't like the celebration, blah, 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 blah. It's not your loss. Just enjoy it. So then Rob Thompson went back and took back his comments about I teach, you know, my guys know how to celebrate. They act like they've been here before and claimed it was not directed at anything specific this past week mm -hmm. or nobody's specific yeah. celebration. Cap or no cap there, Jamie? Uh, Rob be capping. Did I, did I nail that? Did I do it? Is that how the kids say it? <laughs> he be capping. I was not ready for that at <laughs> all. <laughs> yeah, um, no, Rob's lying through his teeth. Rob B. Cappin is cracking Rob up. Rob B. Cappin. I, I, I call Cap on that, too. Yeah. I think that he's backtracking. We don't like a backtracker. You say it, you stick to it. You you call somebody out on something, stick by that. Be a, be a person of your word. Don't go backtracking because now, all of a sudden, everybody's bringing up that interview. Yeah. You call, you, we know who that's directed at. As Kevin Hart would that. say, say it with your chest. Look at me. Oh. Look at me. I'm on you fire. Can't, you can't make a comment <laughs> and then give yourself props before other people can do it for you, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Instantly. I'm Look proud of myself. I I'm proud it. of myself. Uh, Jamie's going to be the cool bad guys. Um, okay, so we're saying he's lying. Now, also on Thursday Night Football, we saw the question come up from Tony Gonzalez asking Jason Kelsey when he was on with Jalen Hurts. He brought up Travis and Taylor. We talked about it in our show on Thursday. And then the TNT combo came up again. And Jason claimed... I don't really get into what's going on with my brother. I don't really know. He laughed. He said he doesn't know. He said he's been asked about it, but he's not really sure. These two seem very close, Jamie. Is this cap or no cap? Uh, that, Renee, would be cap. Jason knows what's going on here. He knows Travis is... So the, a true bro code. Yeah. Uh, that's Cap. Yeah. I, do you agree? <laughs> I do. They, just, these two are the, very tight. Honestly, I don't think there's anything in their lives that they don't share. I'm yes. sure they share, like, what they what their fart smelled like. <laughs> or, like, I'm trying to think of the most ridiculous brother things yeah. that you would share. I'm sure that Jason and Travis know literally everything about the other person. Yes. And this is a major thing. This is not a little like I texted her this is a potential dating yeah you know that him Travis Kelsey is dating Taylor Swift if anybody missed it I think Jason Kelsey's fully Jason, aware. yeah he is he's being the good brother there because he knows Travis probably had to sign that NDA and he's just like yo avoid me Tony Gonzalez not cool leave me alone I don't want to be a part of this uh so he's protecting his brother there by capping <laughs> well, Tony Gonzalez did clean up nicely saying he just wanted to know because his 15-year-old uh -huh. daughter asked. That was cute, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, use good. your kid to try to act like you are absolutely um, asking for her. But, okay, another one I want to get on because... <laughs> Dr. Nighthawk <laughs> says Jason's fi focused on a different Swift. <laughs> That's a good one. I like that. I, I think like we're that. all Swifties now, right? We are truly Swifties, yeah. but not T-Swifties. No, we're D-Swifties. Yeah. We're, we're on um, fire today. Yeah, right? I'm just enjoying Jamie saying cap also, super dude. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, we're going to have to just bring this segment back again. Um, well, I can say it in segment. Outside of this segment, I will never say these words true. again. So, that uh, is true. Might as well have some fun with it now while we're doing it. Um, Russell, yo, son, I'm about to... Okay. Yep, yep, you said it, I think, correctly. I love that now everybody in the chat is, is showing their youth <laughs> and showing how cool we are. Guys, we're all cool. <laughs> Every single one of you is so cool. And if nobody told you that, I'm telling you here, okay? Yeah, um, wow. We're, we're so cool, guys. Okay, um, Renee, so can you help me? What does uh, in the air Audi 5000 mean? Is that? <laughs> do I need to Google that one after the show? It's not something say regularly okay, right. um but russell you're you're i mean i think it means like you're 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 out of here okay. i'm gonna go with oh, okay um, like the audi were fast yeah like audi five you know i'm out I'm type out. of thing okay. um some of these are definitely right. interesting um, i'm learning i'm learning i'm learning too apparently <laughs> you know i i passed well i'm 31 now but you know i'm now i'm old i guess oh yeah according you're to ancient. the kids i'm old um <laughs> all right guys it's a little cold this morning um it's truly fall weather so with that comes our favorite Pumpkin spice conversations. I did not tell Jamie about this beforehand because Ooh. I purposely wanted an, a true, authentic reaction of 
what he thought about what I'm about to say. So bear with me here. Uh-oh. Now, pumpkin spice just takes over the world. It's um, I have a, a problem with it. I oh? don't need to see it in early August. Oh. Like, we can wait. Oh. Early so, August? Oh. I'm still trying to enjoy summer. Well, that's it, up there with the Christmas decorations and, and oh, winter yeah. holiday decorations. Christmas music should not start until December 1st. Oh, no! So, I, you know, I, I, I'm dug in on these stances. Okay. Okay, we'll get into that later. We've got plenty of time <laughs> to, to break down the holidays. It is only September. Let's. I'm going to put a pin in that one. We'll come back all to right, it. All right, all right. John Dickers has said this show is bussin'. Okay, Ooh. John. Ooh. Okay, is, John. That's a, that's a good thing, all I right. think. All yeah. right. Oh, it is AJ, Audi 5000, a 90s R&B term. Love that. Um, So... We saw pumpkin spice has been coming out. Everybody's been talking about it. Not for shizzle. Please don't say for shizzle, Jamie. Don't <laughs> well, say it. The, Super well, dude's challenging you. Don't say it. Uh, whoever that was, uh, Super dude. Every time I hear the word for shizzle, I always think of Chappelle's show when he does the Tiger Woods skit and he's playing Tiger Woods and he goes, "Well, for shizzle." <laughs> I always wanted to say that. Can we? It, can it we, always can makes we have me think you of say sh- that one more time and let's make sure that we're all focused and, and let's zoom in on. Jay- uh, the Chappelle show like was one of my most watched TV shows ever. Just and, get to the for shizzle. And the racial <laughs> racial draft where he's doing Tiger Woods and he goes, oh, for shizzle. <laughs> it always killed me. Uh, so thank you for that, super dude. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Um, wow. I, I got I to gotta re- re- collect myself yeah. here. I wasn't <laughs> expecting that. You guys are hilarious, I will say. We're nice comedians. Friday show. Forget nice Kevin and loose. A lot of fun We've in got here. comedians here, too. So pumpkin spice anyways there's all types of pumpkin spice things which i did a whole google because naturally that's who i am i just like to google things and there's everything from cakes cookies there's swiss miss flavors there's uh pumpkin spice like granola bars i actually wrote down there's even pumpkin spice dog treats pumpkin spice goldfish pumpkin spice cheesecake but i think the icing on the pumpkin spice cake but i'm bumps pumpkin spice flavored wait for it Wait for it. Bacon. Oh, why? And people say it's very good. Is that no. cap or no cap? What are your thoughts That's there? That's cap. That's disgusting. <laughs> the, bacon's perfect just the way you are. I don't need to. I've tried candied bacon, <laughs> chocolate bacon. Leave bacon alone. Chocolate it's, bacon? Yeah, it's not good. Oh. Like a chocolate dipped bacon oh, stick. Oh, no. Bacon doesn't, like, mix it with the BLT, mix it in a club, mix it in a salad. It does well with that stuff. When you try to get, like, outside the box, uh, weird with bacon it doesn't really work so i'm out on pretty much everything pumpkin i think pumpkin beer is disgusting uh everything you just said made my stomach turn a little bit the only thing i have one pumpkin thing i will test and allow and it's okay the pumpkin cold brew foam john thing that starbucks does john thing yeah that's not bad i will occasionally get one of those but that's it that's the only pumpkin thing and i haven't had one yet and i'll probably have like two okay well maple bacon does work mickey um dr yeah. nighthawk is saying pumpkin is good for dogs it, it is helps good regulate for dogs their poops. Yeah. yeah yeah so um there's a positive um but i think when it well, comes dogs to dogs also eat their own poops so does that really speak well for pumpkin and like lick their butts and stuff yeah. so like i don't know i yeah. i don't really Go with anything that a dog does as like. Yes, Kyle said it perfectly. Use bacon as a topping. Do not try and topping the bacon. Perfectly said. Right, 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 right. Don't try to topping the bacon. Leave it alone. It's perfect just the way it is. Of course, of course. I agree with that. It's just you're 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 getting too cute. You're doing too much. You're overthinking things. Okay, so you you're pretty you're pretty solid at the cap or no cap. Yeah, I, I appreciate all that. Right. That was fantastic. I do think pumpkin spice um, in general is I don't believe what that person was saying. It was like an interview I heard, and they were like, "Oh my gosh, I love pumpkin spice bacon." Yeah. I'm like, liar. Yeah, no, there's you're, no you're way you're that's not good. telling the truth because bacon is bacon, and mm-hmm. nothing like the smell of oh, I could I could go for it right now. Saturday, the Sunday morning, of some bacon. Oh, when the you walk into a bacon it, house. And you just get hit with that smell. My it's only like, issue with bacon is why does it go from being perfect to burnt way too quickly? Yeah, it's a, it's a fine line. You have like 0.5 seconds to get that bacon off of the skillet, wherever you're cooking it on, because then it just becomes burnt and it's charcoal bacon and it's just as bad as pumpkin You know spice. what wasn't burnt last night, Renee? Oh boy. Me on DraftKings because I took their damn money. You can sign up 
Now, new users, use code PHLY because football is back, and I'm going to pat myself on the chest last night. I gave it out on the Eagles pregame show with Bo. I hit a plus 1,000 uh, promo going last night where Kirk Cousins and Jalen Hurts would each have a 50-plus yard play. They did that. I cashed in big with DraftKings, and you can cash in big now because they've got you covered for every single game. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers can bet $5 on football and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Nobody's missing out on the action this season with DraftKings Sportsbook. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every game day this September. That's what I did last night at plus 1,000. Ka-ching! Get in on the NFL and Week 2 action with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use that code PHLY to sign up. New customers, 5 bucks will get you 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code PHLY. The crown is yours. All right, buckle up. Here we go. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.sot1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877 877- 8 Hope NY or text Hope NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888 789 7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. We all know it's void in Ontario, guys, so don't even try it. See sportsbook.com, draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility terms and responsible gaming resources bonus bets expire after seven days of my favorite word issuance eligibility and deposit restrictions apply Ooh, and you're getting some love in the chat for that transition Woo. and just that read best <laughs> commercial reader on PHLY. Hey, you know, I'll give you that because I always give Jamie the DraftKings read on purpose. Yeah. He enjoys it, though. I, you like secretly Well, me and DraftKings go a way, a way yeah, back. Like you're, so. you're having fun with that. But Devon, I, <laughs> Devon and I used to do a DraftKings show together, and it was uh, honestly some of the most fun I had in radio. So I love yeah, working with Devon. Uh, pumped that he's going to be a part of this station coming up, too. So it's, uh, it's good to reconnect with with my man. Oh, yeah. And go with what you love, too. And I know uh, Nighthawk was saying in the chat I, somewhere that I was giving some great, good job. You did great, sweetie vibes. You definitely did. Great job with the read. Great job with the cap or no cap. Really quickly before we wrap up here, and we're going to give you guys, if you're cool with it, a couple extra minutes possibly, because I just want to touch on the fact that sure. I was at an R&B concert last weekend, and this is going to connect, I promise. Uh, who was and it? Ray J. Ray, Ray J? Ray J was there performing. Wait, Brandy the Kim Little Kardashian brother, Ray, J? Ray J? Kim Kardashian, Ray J. Look I'm at hip. Guys, who is this man right I've now? Seen- Way Jamie too much of Ray J. Is, I'll admit it. Is, is, is about it, apparently. Jamie's woke <laughs> over here. <laughs> um, and so Ray J was coming on the stage and saying, guys, I'm going to be, you know, I know you guys will boo me, but I'm going to make sure that I do a good job. And then proceeds to go into this whole long monologue that actually made us want to boo him even more. Because we don't, we don't mind booing people here in Philly. No. And that includes the Fanatic. <laughs> Wednesday, the Fanatic was booed. There's, here we go. Here's the connection. Wednesday, the Fanatic was booed. Nobody is above being booed in Philly. I don't care who you are in Ray J and whoever else. Don't ever go on stage and say, I know you're going to boo me, but because we're going to boo you. So the Fanatic got booed, Jamie. Yeah, I saw Pause. Matt Gelb tweet about this. He was out with the hot dog launcher, uh, and the, the gun was malfunctioning, and the Fanatic was getting booed. So I hope everybody in that dugout, Bryce Harper, Trey Turner, all the you know 300 million guys, uh, paid guys, realize that if the Fanatic can catch these boos in Philly, anybody can catch these boos in Philly because the Fanatic is probably the most beloved sports figure in this town. Maybe the most beloved figure, period, in this town. Everybody loves... I still get giddy when I see the Fanatic. When he comes around, I'm like, oh, yeah. I was hoping he would give us the giddy. Yeah, so (laughs) I I love the Fanatic. Jason Kelsey loves the Fanatic. So if we boo the Fanatic, anybody can be booed. Uh, I thought that was hilarious on Wednesday that they booed the Fanatic. Yeah, and it's not his fault. We all have had times where you plan 
something and technology loves to make us look bad mm -hmm. and you get up or even like your kids love to make you look bad or family. There's been those times you have a whole plan and then something just goes wrong. And the fanatic is not above that either. And so, uh, yeah, I agree. I think it was a little excessive. But as you mentioned, people were ready for their T-shirts, too. They were a little bit upset. He did throw them out. Yeah, still. Like he still made it work. But uh, as you mentioned, nobody's above catching the booze. And yeah. I like the fact, Jamie, when I'm feeling like as we get to Friday, guys, and for those of you that have tuned in with us all week, especially if nothing else comes from this week positive, Jamie is, yes, A.J. Jones woke a little bit. <laughs> I think that I'm, I'm rubbing off on Jamie already, and I'm excited to see by the end of this show, he is going to be hitting us with a little fashizzle, <laughs> and uh, he's finna I've be talking to us. That. <laughs> finna is going to be a tough one for me. I'm not going to lie. I'm gonna have to, well, maybe I'm, I'll work on that with the girls over the weekend and oh, see if I can no. work it in. <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know <laughs> if Paige and Skylar are the ones to be teaching you finna, but <laughs> by the end of this show, he's going to be, you know, yeah. I don't even just dishing out terms left yeah. and right, and we're not even going to recognize Jamie. Forget the transitions. The transition that's really happening is just this guy right here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Josh said there's a good T-shirt for you. Catch these boos. Maybe we'll have the creative that department. That could sound a little bit like in boobs, and I'm just going to throw it out there. I heard boobs. No, I have no problem with that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Silence. <laughs> Silence. <laughs> Just gave a little wink to the camera. There you um, go. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll, uh, if you guys look, part of the beauty of PHLY and the communities with all the shows is you guys are a part of this. So if you guys have some t-shirt ideas, oh, if yeah. something catches on with the show, uh, you know, get it to us. If you become a die horde, die horde. <laughs> Uh, die hard. It's hop all the new lingo. <laughs> I'm on like three hours of sleep. Bear with me. Uh, but hop in our Discord channel and you can suggest these types of things. Uh, we love doing this with you guys. And, you know, we want to make cool shit that you guys are into. So uh, we want you to feel like you're a part of it as well. And that's part of the beauty of the community here at PHLY. And the fun thing is there's more than one way to talk about the Phillies, the Eagles, the Sixers, the Union, the Flyers. We can have fun with it, too. So feel free to jump in the chat. I know we're ribbing Jamie over here um jamie was about to be woke but then hit the snooze button i like that john dickerson <laughs> but i'm glad you guys did not hit the snooze button and you joined us here this morning to talk all things philly to talk about the phillies in general and also to look ahead at this weekend as well as some fun with cap or no cap so yeah. thank you guys for tuning and in real quick one thing i'm going to be looking for this weekend as we get out of here is uh matt gelb wrote it in his uh, article do they look to put michael lorenzen in the pen as early as this weekend because christopher sanchez has kind of you know pushed him to the side no need for him to be a starter anymore with the you know so few games less so I'm curious to see if they throw Michael Lorenzen back in the pen to kind of get him acclimated to a potential new playoff role yeah, we've got a lot to look forward to. I'm predicting a sweep. You're, we're also Ooh. wondering what's going to happen with the bullpen. Spicy. If there's going to be some I'll go with 2-1, Phillies changes. take it. Yeah, I think at the very least, well, I, the Phillies are winning this series. I hope Aaron that, Nola wins tonight. Yeah. I just want to see that. And everybody check in on the Mimas and Papas and help them with uh, Apple TV tonight. If you can lend them a password to watch the Phils, uh, please do it's so. It's going to be that. I can't find the... Yeah. How do I... What uh, is this game on again? Uh, my, I, yeah, my parents are guilty of that too, actually. <laughs> Sorry, mom and dad. Nothing worse than IT and your parents' uh, technolo technology calls. Without a doubt. But thank you guys for not having technology issues, joining us live, you having fun best. in the chat, and also continuing to follow the show on Twitter, on social media, uh, at PHLY underscore sports, but then specifically for us on Twitter, at PHLY underscore Phillies. We're back here on Monday. Here's the schedule for you. We are next week going to be doing a Monday show. We do have a pre- and post-game show on Wednesday. We've got a lot coming your way uh, as we actually have to obviously have to recap this weekend and much more looking ahead. And so be sure to also hit that subscribe button, like, comment. And if you missed uh. us live and want to watch it back, you always can. If not here on YouTube, then you can also listen all across all podcast platforms. Again, thank you for helping us be at that number two spot in the country for baseball podcasts as of yesterday, which was not even a full three days in that we hit that number two spot. So Jamie's is going to get some sleep. I'm going to go. I don't know. Just have have some fun and we'll be back here on monday with more for phly phillies podcast thanks for you guys so much for tuning in yeah, for week thanks one. for a great first week everybody more to come here on the show see you soon